And here we go. We're back. And we're back. Um, Welcome so, to another episode of The Kickback. <laughs> um, we were just talking about Fuck That's Delicious, and it's it's just crazy because, like, season, episode one, or season one is, like, where was he in season one, actually? Mostly, mostly the U.S. He went all I don't over. remember. I'm not good at remembering. But season two, he went to, like, Japan, he went to, like... Australia. He was on tour at the time too. Uh-huh. Um, which is actually a super smart way to do it. Hey man, I'm going on tour, I'm gonna film my show here. And then season three is like I seriously don't think he left Brooklyn. Or Queens or wherever the hell he is. Cause like <laughs> I knew it was bad when he didn't even go to like the Bronx or Manhattan. It just <laughs> said Brooklyn. Just everywhere. in Brooklyn. Eating like, pizza Damn. the whole time. He went to Coney Island once. Oh, he caught an octopus in Coney Island. I was like, hold on. He didn't actually catch it, but I didn't. I don't think there's octopus in Coney Island. No, he didn't actually catch it. It was just a joke. Like they bought it from the store and they hooked it on there and they acted That's like they funny. caught it. Because I had it on while I was working, so I just had it on as like some background noise. And so like I'm just like looking down and I look up and I'm like, the fuck? He caught an octopus in Coney Island? Fuck off! <laughs> no, he didn't. What you think he can catch any fish in Coney Island? Yeah, people fish there. I just wonder what they're getting. A bunch of trash. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what fish are native to New York. Yo, I said fish are native to New York, and I immediately imagine a fish with Tim's. It's like fucking grouper with Tim's. Dominic the fish. Dominic the fish. Dominic's a grouper. Dominic is a grouper. A grouper. A salmon. Damn, I'm tired too, bro. I'm so tired. Fuck. Yo, I actually... Damn it, I forgot. Because I was going to just come in here and just say sexually aquatic really, really loud. Because that's what Mayhem Loren said one time. Sexually aquatic. Which is... He's like, yo... What'd he say? He's like, yo... The closer I get to water, the more dangerous I get. And I was like... Sexually aquatic. He said sexually aquatic, bro. That's hilarious. When I, I heard, love that show. When I heard him say sexually aquatic... Dog, so I've been like dumb hungry over the past few days. And... Oh, shit. I thought of a chicken parmesan pizza. And at first I was like, yo, you just fry up some chicken. And you put it on the pizza. So I googled chicken parmesan pizza. Dog, they be making pizzas out of chicken parmesan crust. So no dough. Just chicken parm. Just make chicken parm. Sounds pretty good. Yeah, I'm down. Well, there was one bad thing I had in Hawaii. And it was an Italian restaurant. Which oh, was, yeah, shit, there you go. Yeah, I know. And ever since then, I'm not a fan of red sauce anymore. Fact. I don't like marinara anymore because of that place. It was so weird. What's the deal with like Italian Greek places? I fucking no, dude. I mean, they're they're close by. I guess that's no, no, no. But like, no, no. Well, yeah, exactly. Because I've been to like mad Italian places that are like. Well, I can't talk. I have Greek and Italian cuisine in my restaurant. That's what I'm saying though. Like. I feel like at a certain point they're just like, yo, fuck it, we're all the Mediterranean. Yeah. That's why. Well, you want some spaghetti? You want to go across and you want to go across the Mediterranean? You can get you a gyro. Gyro and pizza's nuts, though. If you're serving gyro and pizza at your restaurant, 
No, I'm not doing that. Like, that's nuts. I'm not serving pizza. Anymore. Yeah, I feel like you can't serve pizza. Nah, it's too much work. Dude. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I feel like it's just to make a pizza is just like, dog. Just imagine how big our menu is on top, putting pizza on top of that. Dude, I would fuck. You do have a big-ass menu. I would hate my fucking life. Yeah, you do have a big-ass menu. Yeah, we do. It's not like Cheesecake Factory. It's close. <laughs> oh, it's a big-ass menu. I forgot about how big that menu was. I feel like we should say pause for all this shit, but I'm super fucking tired. You know what? It's actually kind of my fault because I, um, I, uh, what I'm trying to do is, like, write an article every day that I'm not recording, which is pretty much, like, Fridays and Sundays or something. No, Fridays, yeah, Fridays and Mondays. Mm-hmm. Are the only days I'm not recording because Legend and I are doing a second podcast now. And so, yeah, staying busy, man. Good shit. Excuse me. Did I send you that that comic? This dude named Alec uh, makes this comic. It's called I think it's called like Alec Web Comic or something like that. No, you didn't send and it. He's sitting at a um, he's sitting at his therapist's office, and he says, "How are you managing your anxiety?" And the therapist is like, "How are you managing your anxiety?" And he goes, "Good." I just have oh, to. Oh yeah, 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 you did send me that. You did, and that's kind of how I feel. Is like I just have to make fun or make make sure that every minute of, of every day for me is me doing something, or else I'm literally gonna go insane. Yeah. Agreed. Which is how. So last night I was doing an article and I was up. I didn't realize how late I was up. I just knew that it was late, and so I was like, okay, cool. Like I'll I'll just you know finish this article and I'll go, I'll go to bed. I end up going to bed at like two. I'm waking up at like six. So I'm super tired right now. I actually had the day off today, so... Yeah, I was wondering when you weren't here. Because I, I, I went for a run earlier, and I was like, oh. Well, I'm not usually here. Or why I was here. Oh, no, yeah, why you were here. See, oh, I, yeah. I fucked. <laughs> yeah. Today and tomorrow off. Thank goodness. Nice. I need it. Nice. I need these days off. So I'm actually, I actually uh, linked up with one of my friends from the UK about, well not linked up, but like one of my friends from the UK, yeah, I told you that I bought some football jerseys from, uh, from this company out in England yeah. and <laughs> so I, I'm like, oh, you know what, man, I should probably check on that. Like, cause I ordered them on like Thursday or Friday and, um, oh no, we recorded on what Thursday. Yeah. So yeah, I, I bought them on Thursday and so I was like, okay, they probably should be close to here by now cause you got Friday. Saturday, I mean, maybe Saturday, Monday, I was like, they'll probably be about halfway here, like, I'm expecting them probably in New York or something like that, probably by now, maybe Philly, maybe, like, for some reason, Indiana is a big place, but, like, probably one of, like, somewhere in the East Coast. They haven't even shipped it yet, huh? No, dog, they shipped it, it went from England to Los Angeles to fucking Queens. I was like, dog, I could have just picked them up in L.A. I could have just drove out the weekend and picked them up in L.A. That makes no fucking sense at all. I was like, wait a minute. And so one of my friends, like, so I hit up one of my friends from the U.K. And I was like, yo, what the hell? And she's like, what? Like, because, like, she knows, like, New York and L.A. But she doesn't know, like, like, you're not going to understand why, like, why that's a big deal. It's like, where's Manchester and London? I don't fucking know. True. Yeah. And plus, I don't think people understand how big America is. And so, like, she's like, well, I mean, they'll probably be there. She's, she's, it's kind of cute. She's being really, really sweet. And she's like, well, they'll probably be there by the end of, the, you know, really, really soon. I'm like, nah, it's the principal. 
It's the principal who sent my shit to... Yo, because London to LA is crazy. Yeah. Like, London to New York to LA, out of it. Okay, cool. Like, I understand why you skip Phoenix. It happens. Like, especially because... But LA back to Queens? Yeah. And the fact that it didn't say New York, it said Flushing. So I was like, wait a minute. Flushing is way smaller than Phoenix. Flushing Queens, my friend. That's what I'm saying. But, like, Queens is smaller than Phoenix. So it's like... It, like, if they would have been like, oh, you know what, there's not a hub in Phoenix or whatever like that. Okay, cool, whatever. Like, okay, I can understand why you didn't send something to, like, fucking Prescott. Like, I get that. But, like, Queens, bro? When my shit was in L.A.? Nah. I don't get why they ship that like that. And it's funny, because, like, I'm looking at, like, someone looking at my phone like, the fuck? Like, who the, who the fuck sent this? And then my phone's looking back at me like, yo... What you gonna do about it? You gonna cancel your ass? What the fuck I thought? Chill. It is what it is. In fact, yo, Donald Trump literally. I don't, I didn't I didn't want to talk about politics today because. Oh hey, it's the primaries today. Actually, I meant to get my fucking ballot in earlier, and uh, like for the real election or for the for the presidential election, it will be here. But I wasn't. Yeah, I didn't know that the primaries were today until like yeah. last night. Yeah, I learned about it this morning. Yeah, I was see. like, oh, shit. Yeah, but... I'm surprised that we don't have Election Day as a national holiday. Yeah, I know, right? It should be. It doesn't make any sense to me. Whatever. You don't need to do it every do? four years. Petition. Petition. I think that's probably the best move right now is to petition. Yeah. I think that I'm not sure what else we'd be able to do. It's the best move for everything is just petition it. We I don't see enough legitimate. I mean, change.org has some good like they'll reach back out, but for every petition I've signed, I let's say you sign 10 petitions, maybe to get back to you about progress, which like I don't for me personally, I don't care if it, if it makes progress or if it doesn't. I really well, I mean, of course I care if it does make progress. But if it doesn't make progress and it just gets stuck, I really don't care. Mm-hmm. Because I know that we're doing what we can. True. Just tell me. Just tell me, hey, this stalled out. Hey, you know what? We didn't get, we didn't reach our goal. We might try again later. We might, you know, just, just say it. Just say, hey, this is what's happening. That's all. I feel like it's really not that hard to like, I don't know. And I'm a little, not salty, but like, I'm a little, I'm a little uh, like on edge because my supervisor at work she was like hey you you're not doing this this and this okay cool i can fix that can i have and i was like hey can i have the case numbers just give me just show me where i didn't do it and she was like well you need to make sure to do this this and this all right cool got it roger can i have the case numbers no those cases are closed so we can't i can't show you where you like i can't show you that anymore so am i just supposed to take you on faith am i just supposed to be like nah she's she's telling the truth Cause like, I'm not doing that. I'm not taking out on faith that I've been fucking up. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. but that's kind of how I feel about like this whole thing. Is like, listen, dude, just just let us know. Just show us where it's like, hey, listen, this fucked up. Sorry. Cause it's not like you pay for anything when you do a petition. It's not like you Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Whatever. Shit, man. Yeah. Hopefully you fix what's going on. <laughs> no, nah, you know what? I've been kind of going through it a little bit recently, and it's um, I can't really describe it. Um, 
I've been kind of going through it. It's the, it, I feel bad because I'm pushing a lot of people. It. How honest should I be on this? As honest as you want to be. As much as I love my family, I don't have a ton of friends. And I feel like my role, and this is anybody, my role in my family is always going to be very different than your role with your friends. Like, I've called you my big brother before, but, like, it's different than me in, like, Legend. Yeah. You know? And so, for me, I've I've had a different role. And, like, to, to be straight up, I don't have a ton of friends. Like, there's a lot of, like, you and, like, you're probably the only person I hang out with on a regular basis. Maybe a few people that I know that live in Phoenix, but, like, we hang out way more than than they, than, you've met some of them, too. Nadia and Nikita, you met some of them. Mm-hmm. But, like, we hang out way more than, you know, anybody else. And Jared, we've hung out a couple times. Like, you know, you and me and Jared have hung out a couple times, but, like, I haven't talked to him in a long time. Who's Jared? The black dude who, uh, uh. Uh, no, that's... Oh, okay. That's BZ. <laughs> okay. Um, no, uh, Jared, Jared was the dude in the hat that we, that we met at the club that one time. Or that we went to the club with that one time. With everybody? With yeah, yeah. Okay, I don't remember the face, I'm sorry. No, it's cool, it's cool. You met yeah. him for like... Yo, dog, the, pl- the club is the dumbest fucking place to meet someone. Yeah, I know, right? You meet someone, <laughs> you see their face for like four seconds. And he just goes back to dancing. Yeah, like, it's the dumbest place to meet somebody, dude. Even, like, Valley Bar and places like that, like, it's not really that cool of a place. Yeah, man, Valley Bar is still a sketchy-ass place. Just because of that it's underground, there's no other exits but the front. I was so mad when you said that. (laughs) I was so mad when you said that, dude. It's not sketchy because of the people. It's sketchy because of just the setting. Valley Bar is one of those places that needs to be sketchier, though. Why? You So, I I legit think that's like the hipster hub. I legit, th- it is. I legit think this though. I think that you need places that have like cool places that have a little bit of edge to them. Like, yo, this is a cool place, but like, you might get beat up here. Because I've been to places like that before, like especially in Virginia. I don't want that. No, no, no. Like those places where you go in and like they have all the horror stories, and then people are like, "That's not that bad." Oh, okay. Like Barsmith. Yeah. People think that Barsmith, you're going to get stabbed there. No, you're going to get offered drugs by some dude with face tattoos. Word. And that's what happened to me. <laughs> Did I tell you some dude with face tattoos? I was there. To, yeah, you were there. The dude with French braids? Yeah, and a with beanie the French in the braid. summer? Yeah. He was like, yo, you want some yayo or whatever the fuck, or molly or whatever the fuck he offered me. And I'm like, I couldn't hear him, so he had to repeat himself like three times. And I was like, oh, wait, no, nah, I'm good, bro. <laughs> oh, wait, no. Oh, wait, molly? No, nah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I'm chilling off that. Um, but no, like, that, New York has places that, uh, LA has places, because I go to LA more, but LA has places where people are like, yo, are you sure you want to go there? And you're like, yeah. Yeah. It's not that bad. It's just downtown. hmm You know, like, actually, Phoenix does have, I mean, Barsmith is one of those places. What's that club that we went to? We go to it all the time. Monarch. Monarch, Lux. Lux, and Lux sucks. Lux only Lux sucks. Lux is small as fuck. That's the only reason why it sucks. Is because, and honestly, I'm okay with a small club, but it's like, like, why'd you make it long? Like, what was the point? Exactly. You could have just been another club, like, whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Like, you could have just extended another club out, like, two feet. Mm-hmm. Or what you actually could do with Lux, what I actually would think would be super dope, is if you just made it like a bar. Mm-hmm. It's a bar anyway. 
Well, like, yeah. what do you, like, just make it a bar with some food and you're good. Like, some street food. Like, a, oh my god, dude. Like, a night market type thing where you just got, like, noodles and fucking shit like that in there. Dog. That'd be smart. I miss, I miss Asian culture. They I, wouldn't I go Phoenix. for it. They wouldn't. No, no, no. They, they, okay, so a lot of the issues that I see with how Phoenix is built is, like, are things that you can't change anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, you, like, okay. Like, Westgate. First of all, actually, Westgate's a great example of places where you might get shot, but they have no fun clubs there. Uh, I beg to differ. Salt is pretty fun. I've heard, I've heard good things about salt. Salt's pretty fun to be at. I've never been to Salt, but I've heard good things. I've had some good nights there. <clears throat> Believe it that. Um, I've heard good things about Salt, but, like, I feel like what you should have put in Glendale is, like, all the things that you really wanted to be uh, amusement parks. Like, Wet and Wild would have been, would have gone crazy out there. Top Golf goes crazy out there. That Top Golf is nuts. The one in Glendale is nuts. Never been to that. It's one. wild, bro. They got a fucking giant screen that they just play sports on in the back. It's not like you know how the one in Scottsdale they have the hotel, the casino. Yeah. The one in Glendale they just play like giant ass sports. What the? It's hell? like, bro, you want to watch Lakers Clippers? Yeah. Guess what? You and like ninety thousand other fucking people. So like, I would have put that in Westgate. I would put went wild out in Gla- uh, Westgate. I would have put um. Medieval Times out in Westgate, like all the, like the, the the family type events, I would have put out there because mm-hmm. it doesn't really make much much sense to spread them all out. So it would have been cool to me to like, yo, Glendale's like the Anaheim. Yeah, where it's like, you know what I mean. Oh, like you're from New York. Like imagine like Coney Island, but like in Glendale. Yeah, yeah I know something like that. I think that would be dope, especially because like yo, you got Fear Farm out there. Like you have stuff out there. You have a ton of shit. Like Dude, I lived down the street from Fear Farm, and I never went. I never went to Fear Farm. I've never been to Fear Farm. Do you care? Uh, kinda. Do you, okay, you definitely cared more in high school than you do now. Though. Yeah, no, I cared more in middle school. Than oh, yeah, middle school, yeah. That's when it started, was middle school for me. I definitely wanted to go, but I went to one haunted, haunted house last year on Halloween, and it was so fun. It wasn't like, oh, I'm so scared. It was just like, I was laughing the whole time, because like... We definitely got to do the uh, Pulp Fiction. We got to dress like the like Vincent yes. from Pulp Fiction. Even if Halloween isn't a thing, <laughs> I'm still gonna do it. You know what's funny? I was actually we'll talk about the COVID. We'll talk about COVID later. The COVID. Uh, we'll talk about COVID later. But um, no, like and in in Scottsdale, like I feel like Scottsdale actually knows what they want to be. Mm-hmm. Like Fashion Square works great out there. The other Top Golf, I guess, is fine out there. Oh well, yeah, no, it's, that's a good place for it. But, um, what the fuck is White Castle doing there? I don't fucking know, dude. White Castle belongs in Tempe. Yeah. 100%. Like, dog, I'm trying to get high as shit after a concert. Yeah. And just eat mad White Castle. Also, I know who the one viewer is. Love you so much. Thank you for watching. White Castle's hamburgers like this big. And they don't serve them to you in sizes of one. Like, you can only get, like... 2, 5, 10, 30, and 50. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> like, have you never been? No, nah, i never Oh been. my I god, dude, we gotta go. Um, so me and Legend, me, Valor, and Legend went to White Castle. The night of Topgolf. Yes. Yeah, yeah, the night we went to Topgolf, I, I took him to White Castle. And we got 30 sliders and 30 uh, little things of fries. And three drinks for like $35. Holy shit, dude. Yeah, and so, like, 
it was fucking yo and like me my mom my dad and like all my family just killed him it was like just absolutely smashed him so I mean it was good I found out that what they do the, the patties never touch the griddle they make them on a bed of onions like they chop up the onions oh right. okay and then the onions cook yeah and they put them on top of there because I thought they just steamed those bitches. And I was like, yo, you're steaming burgers out here? That's disgusting. That is disgusting. If you but they're like, burgers. nah, man. Like, we're using the onion vapors to cook them. I was like, I've never heard of that. And I tried it. But with, like, a real regular-sized burger. And I was like, this is fucking great. Yeah, it's almost it's like using that. onion powder and shit. Yeah. Yo, you know what my mom did yesterday? So my mom made dinner. Which, <laughs> I didn't mean for that to sound as... What? Okay, have fun. <laughs> Um, so my mom made dinner, which, like, I didn't mean to sound like, yo, can you believe that? Mm-hmm. But, um, my mom made dinner, and she made steaks, but she made them, like, a roast. So, like, you know how, like, when you do a roast, like, you put the, uh, the, um, carrots and celery and onion or whatever? Yeah. My mom did that, and she cooked it in the... What? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm not gonna get that key. Okay. You. Okay, love you too. Guys, right. have a good time. Okay. Thank you. Thanks. Um, but you know how like you put it, you put in that black pot thing, the, you know the like slow roaster or yeah, whatever. Kind of. Yeah. No, 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 no. Like she actually makes like a roast. Okay. Like she actually has like the pot. Uh, it's like a black pot. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, I know what the yeah. The, yeah. Okay. The hood black pot. Yeah. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Okay. We have one. All right. Cool. <laughs> That's why I say that because everybody I know has one. Yeah. No. I think that. It, is culture. Is culture. <laughs> but uh, my mom made steaks in those. So, like, she made a roast. Like, just regular pot roast. But she made steaks in it. Bro, it was so fucking good. Hmm. Because like, slow roasted them? Kind of, yeah. Well, you know how a pot works. You know yeah, how make a pot yeah, roast. yeah. Now, imagine making, like, seven steaks in that. Damn. Just, like, good, regular steaks. How'd they come out? Dog. Super tender. Were they still super, red in the middle? Tender. A little bit. Like, just, you, is that how you guys... My, my mom doesn't like any red. Okay. Me, okay. I'm like... I'm medium rare. <clears throat> yeah, me too. I'm medium rare. I like rare sometimes because I'm a fucking dirtbag. <laughs> how do you like your hamburgers? Medium rare. Yeah, same. Yeah. But, uh, yo, I, I can't do blood. Like, juicy is one thing. Bloody, I'm like, yo, fam. No, that's medium rare, though. That's Throw this bloody. motherfucker back in the microwave. So, yeah, so you probably want medium, then. Medium um, to medium, medium well. It depends. Well, no, not medium well. I don't like medium well. But, um, medium well has, like, the tiniest bit of... Yeah, blood. no, no, no. I, I don't... No, no, no. The, I mean, like, you've had... Have you ever had a burger where you bite into it and you're like, yo, this motherfucker's bleeding? Yeah. I love that's it that way. That's I'm like, yo, chill. I love it that way. For real? Yeah. That's how I like my burgers. Yeah, no, I can't do, like, bloody like that. I can do, like, juicy... Yeah. I can do a little bit of pink, but like when I'm like, yo, this like this motherfucker is like Yeah. I'm like, yeah. no, I'm good. I like it that way. Yeah, you're a dirtbag. Yeah. You're a fucking savage. No, I'm a fucking sh- a cook. Not a <laughs> chef. I'm a cook, that's why. Like I appreciate the meat that way. Pause. Yeah, that was a pause. Um, but no, like yo, the way and it was super creative because like I didn't even think about it. I just it, I, I saw her make like throw everything into the pot and I was like okay cool whatever and then I came back and I was like yo are these steaks and she's like yeah and the thing is like she got a really fatty cut but she doesn't like fat which I thought was interesting but like she got a really fatty cut of it mm-hmm. and so like it just helped everything bind together so like you have all the flavors from you know the onions and the carrots and everything just binded together and the celery and all that yeah, yeah it, was, bro, it was fucking good good that yeah, was really good I was really surprised cause like 
I was really surprised because I think my mom's very, very creative. But you, it's hard to be creative when you're raising kids, and then when you, after you stop raising kids, you're working. Mm-hmm. You don't, you just don't have a chance to do that much creativity anymore. No, exactly. And so, like her doing, you just that, cook to eat. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But like, so her, her days off are on Monday, and I've been telling her for a while. Like, listen, just get Saturdays as your day off. But I'm kind of walking that back because it really makes sense because I'm busy most of the day on Saturday because I wake up, go grocery shopping, you know, go wake up, work out, go grocery shopping, come back. Um, you know, uh, oh, hey, we're having pizza and wings tonight. Go run out and get the food. Come back. Oh, hey, Richie's coming over. Make sure to clean this up. Hey, you know, you know, blah, blah, blah. Okay, and the fight's tonight. And by the time I'm back, like, back, back, she's off work. And she didn't have to go grocery shopping and this and that and the third. So it actually makes a lot of sense. And so when she's at home on Monday, she gets to, like, water her plants and read her books. And, like, she loves to clean. So, like, she gets to clean up and make everything, like, look nice and, like, and then when she cooks, like, she really, like, is, like, thinking about, like, like, the other day she made spaghetti with no sauce, but it was, like, the spiciest fucking spaghetti I've ever had. Mm-hmm. Because it wasn't, it didn't have, like, a bunch of sauce on it, but it was, like, intermixed without, like, throughout the rest of the spaghetti. I was like, holy shit. And, like, seeing that kind of creativity is fucking dope. Like, mm-hmm. I love when people get creative with, like, day-to-day shit. You know what I mean? Of course. So, let's see what else. Oh, yo, Levi's is having a sale. The one here? Yeah. My brother needed some pants, and so I went with him the other day, and um, I got light wash. It was, like, not the acid wash, but, like, light wash jeans, like, light blue wash for, like, 20 bucks and two for 30 graphic tees. Hmm. Yeah. They got some fire shit, too. Like, a couple of their shirts, I'm like, okay. I want some uh, some shorts, some they jean got shorts. shorts. They got them. I need, I need jean shorts. No, you don't. Nobody needs that. <laughs> I was talking to my mom. I was like, Mom, do you need jean shorts? She's like, nobody needs jean shorts. I need jean shorts. I what like do you them. Need jean shorts for? I like them. You got to do the cutoff though. These have the uh, the hem. At the no, that's what I'm saying. I like the cutoff. Yeah, the no, hem. the cutoff. The cutoff looks better to me. The hem. I like the hem too. Really? Yeah. If they're like tighter, I'm not saying baggy. You know, not like 06 vibes, but like John Cena. Yeah, like if they're a little tighter, they look nice. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And they don't go too over the knees. Like if they're like right at the knee, then they're perfect. Oh, argument for you. Um. So. Me and my mom and my brother and Legend were arguing about who was a 10 out of 10 guy. Mm-hmm. My mom says, uh, fuck, who'd she say? Russell Brand. 10 out of 10 guy? That's what I was saying, too. What do you mean? Like, looks and everything? Yeah. Russell Brand? That's what I said, too. We eventually Maybe personality-wise, because he's, like, super liberal and everything, but... Yeah, but my mom was like, look at him. He looks so good there. I'm like, where? Where? He looks like a... He looks really. He looks sh- kind of like a sloth. You know, <laughs> yo, actually, Legend says something really funny. He goes, "You know what, Mom? He looks almost really good in every picture he's in. Because like he's got a couple pictures where you're like, yo, this could actually be a really good looking dude. And yeah. then like his eyes are just a little bit crazy. Yeah, that's <laughs> or what his I'm mouth is open just a little weird. Where you're like, oh, yeah, that's a good looking dude. And then it's like, I like Get Him to the Greek. That was a good movie. She, I, I think what really changed. She watched a bunch of podcasts with him. And he's got in really good shape. Like, he's, like, built. Hmm. So... Well, nah, he's a very, very smart guy. Yeah, you know what? Russell Brand reminds me of what Joe Rogan... Who Joe Rogan should be. Yeah. Instead of being a fucking confederate... One of these days, we're just gonna go in on Joe Rogan, dude. I'm sorry, <laughs> it's bro. Coming. He's super... 
What is it? The left that we hate? No, we are no, no. I I, I am leftist. Um, okay, the, so yeah, the it's conservatives the right. are the yeah. Yeah, he's right. super conservative and right wing, which is crazy. How do you do DM fucking T in your right wing? That's what I'm saying, dude. That makes no sense at all. How are you like technically a hippie, but you're fucking conservative? Like it's the wildest thing to me when people are like, like, if you do drugs, I'm automatically assuming that you're more liberal than other people. Mm-hmm. If you're doing, like, psychedelics... You're instantly a hippie to me. Like, how are you doing acid and being like, Nah, I don't think black people have been have been persecuted in this country. I'm like, wait, bro, you do acid. Oh, man. I don't get it. I don't get it either. I think the... Cra- you know what the craziest thing is, too? Like, I feel like Joe Rogan is one of those people who... Like, we all know that he supports Trump. For whatever reason, he does. I personally think it's because he's got money, and I also think that he likes being a um, what's it called? Um, do you think it's an act contrarian. like Al- Do you think it's an act like Alex Jones? No, I don't. You think he's really like that? I think he is because, and here's what I was talking to my mom about. When, I don't think he understands the privilege that he has. A lot of white people don't. I I don't think he does. I don't think he understands. Because I've heard some of the stuff that he talks about as a kid, and, like, he went through it. Like, he's from New Jersey. Yeah. And, like, but I feel that a lot of white people don't get, like, no, I have, it's not, we're not saying that, like, like, dog, what we're saying is that even if you start with zero, black people are starting with negative five. Mm Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying is, like, black people gotta work just a little bit harder. And, like, this is the thing that gets me is, like, I've been noticing this a lot recently, too. Like, I kind of feel like Joe Budden is Joe Rogan for black people. Like, the more I listen to Joe Budden, I'm like, yo, there's some shit that I'm like, Ugh. Yeah, no, nah, for sure. He has some, like, views that I'm like, mm. Mostly about women. I'm like... Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm like, dog, like... Chill. You're the music guy. Yeah. And I've noticed that when he but says... But, like, so, I don't know if he's, like, joking. Because, like, it could be... That's my biggest problem. Like, is that, like if Because he's always joking, you know? So we don't know if he really That's my biggest that issue because, like, at least with Jesus and Mero, you know when they're joking. And plus, they don't make those jokes. Yeah, yeah. Like, or if they do, then they'll, like, immediately, like, have a thing. Like, you know they're joking because of the the, the tone or, like, they literally have this thing. Because you don't really listen to these amount, huh? No. Oh, you got to, dude. But they have this thing called the problematic light. And whenever they say something problematic, they hit this button and it goes, eh, 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 problematic <laughs> light. And they're like, oh, shit, problematic light's on. But, like, I feel like Jesus and Meryl, like, you know when they're kidding around, like, because they'll say something, if they do say something about women, they're like, and you know, women, right? And you're like, okay, cool, that, like, they're joking. They, but Joe Budden will say something that's, like, a little off the wall, and you're like... Super misogynistic. Yeah, and, like, the more I listen to it, I'm like, dog, this isn't... I, like, I've kind of gotten away from listening to it. Like, with music shit, it, it's still... And that's kind of how it feels, like, with Joe Budden. Joe Budden is how... I treat Joe Budden with music the same way that I treat Joe Rogan with fighting. Okay. Like, yeah. when I hear that Joe Budden has Vince Staples on, I'm like, fuck yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, Like, yeah. let's do it. He's got Lupe on. Yeah. But just him, unless he's, like, really goofing off. And it's especially weird because, like, he has been so public about his baby moms. Yeah. Like, this nigga was on Love and Hip Hop. Facts. But, I don't know. It's just that kind of thing to me where, like, right now I'm kind of on Jesus and Meryl. But, like, I was telling my buddy, Andrew Schultz is kind of like... He Andrew Schultz reminds me of like a Joe Rogan for people who like rap, for white guys who like rap, because like he said something about Sean King, the the activist, 
And he was basically like saying that he wasn't black and calling him all these names. And I was like, Who, Joe Rogan or Joe? No, Biden? Andrew Schultz. Andrew Schultz. Ah, oh, jeez. I was like, Dog. He has no you're right. You're not to put the it. one. No, he's not the one to speak about that. Like, you're not the one to be saying like all these crazy things, right? Like, you are not the person to be questioning someone's blackness. Yeah. Now, if Joe Budden said something, I'd be like, all right, cool. Like, yeah, exactly. You have that right. But, like, Andrew Schultz, like, you just hang out with Charlemagne. That's it. Yeah. As Charlemagne, I have my own. Views. Charlemagne's another dude where I'm like, listen. Charlemagne's another dude where I'm like, I understand that you've done some good things for the black community where you live. But, dog. Chill there's out. a bunch of shit that I'm yeah. not with. I kind of got, I got, I, I kind of was looking at Charlemagne a little different because he used to be on Guy Code. That's how I first heard about Charlemagne. Was that he was on Guy Code? I've kn- I've known about him like Breakfast Club. That's how I. Yeah, I heard I about him in Guy Club because I was I I was just watching. I had a job where I would just sneak off. That show was fucking hilarious. It was. It's yeah. super funny. But I would um I had a job that I had to work as like a locker room attendant for like this like super 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 prestigious spa. And half the time I was just eating their snacks and watching God go. Hell yeah, dude. I was like, yo, bro, I caught up on like, that's not, that's not like Bellator. Like I like really like caught up on Bellator because it was always on right after God goes. Yeah. <laughs> I was just watching Bellator and God code all day eating fucking dried mangoes. It was great. Like that was the job where when they were like, hey man, we gotta let you go. I was like, yeah, <laughs> I understand. <laughs> that's fucking hilarious. Like, I'm not doing a goddamn thing here. Like I get it. But um, that's how I heard about him, and he used to hang out with I think it was Lil Duvall, and then like yeah, yeah, I yeah. heard about, and then I got more into like the hip hop culture and like you know like the real like, because I was always listening to hip hop, but like really get into like yo these are the people that you need to know like the, the hip hop influencers I guess. Then it was Rock like, Kim's and no, not even Rock Kim. I just mean like like the guys that like who the fuck cares? Like I followed DJ Academics for a while. Okay. He was like the guy that like got me into like I didn't know who he was. And then, like, he popped up on YouTube Academics a is a fucking clown. Yeah. See, here's the thing. I feel like... I feel like Academics is a really, really good starting point for hip-hop gossip. For gossip, yeah. Like, if you want to know about, like, hip-hop gossip, he's a really good starting point. Mm-hmm. But because hip-hop gossip got me into hip-hop analysis. Like, if it wasn't for DJ Academics, I don't know. Because after a while, DJ Academics was just, like, eating candy every day. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, I need something else. Like, I need some, And then I discovered Justin Hunt, who, he's fucking great. And he's, like, an analyst. Like, he's going in, like... Like, he's the dude... <laughs> Here's Justin Hunt. Justin Hunt tweeted about, like, yo, I can't wait to hear that homeboy Sandman, Aesop Rock, Lupe Fiasco track. And I was like, that's a backpack shit. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, yo, and I was like... And I was all pumped about it, and I was like, yo, hell yeah, man. And I said something about, um, yo, hey, Nicky John is signed with Rhyme Sayers, and Rhymesayers just cut a bunch of people, you know, that project might be a really good project to do with Lupe when it comes out. I was like, oh shit, now that I think about it, man, Absol, Nicky John, and Lupe coming out with some shit, they've done it before, and he liked all those tweets, and I didn't have to explain who any of those people were. Yeah. You know, like, he's the guy that I'm like, yo, if I have a backpacker question, I'm like, hey, Justin. <laughs> What's good? But, um, no, he, Justin Hunt inspired me to write about music the way I do. Oh, write about pretty much everything. Like, I just made an article last night about Tekken and what it means to me. Because, like, and it was funny because, like, as the art, as I was writing the article, it changed. So, like, I, so, like, like I said, I'm trying to do one article a day that I'm not working on this. And, um, I just went through my drafts because I was like, I don't really know what I want to write about. Let's just go through my drafts. As I'm looking through my drafts, I turn on YouTube. 
and the first thing I see is Tekken season Tekken Seven season four announced, and I was like, "Holy shit, hell yeah!" Because like you know, basically what Tekken's doing is like every few months they're releasing more characters and updating the game until Tekken Eight comes out, and so it's kind of a cool idea. But I spent like probably like 150 bucks on that game because I bought it for forty, bought the season pass one for twenty five, bought the season pass two for twenty five. Bought season pass three for twenty five, and like season pass four, I know it's gonna cost like twenty twenty five. Um, but I've also been playing it for like four years, so yeah, eh, yeah. You know. And I'm like playing online, and like I want to do, I want to actually play a comp. I want to run a competition next year, but I want to play a competition next year. But anyway, um, and so it popped up. I was like, oh shit, yeah, I meant to write this article about you know about Tekken, and it started out as like, yo, I fucking love Tekken, and mm-hmm. then it ended with like the same way that each Tekken game has been the most complete game in the series up to that point, and yet they're always introducing something new is how I want to live my life. Because, like, basically, like, when I first got into Tekken, it was like, I didn't know this at the time, but they got rid of almost every character from the first two games, and were like, boom, let's start fresh. Mm-hmm. And then the game after that, they introduced something new. Then the game after that, they introduced something new. And they're always tweaking it, which is super dope to me because as... Like, as I've gotten into, like, Zen Buddhism, and they're talking about, like, yo, from, you know, nothingness, from nothingness everything comes into nothingness everything goes. Like, it's a cycle. And then that's what I wanted to do with my website, it was just, like, constantly tweaking and moving, you know, messing with it. And so, like, realizing, like, oh, this is why I gravitated to this, is because everything is new but also complete at the same time. And then mm-hmm. you tear it down and then you rebuild it every, you know... I was like, holy shit. And I don't think I have that same analysis if it's not for Justin Hunt. Mm-hmm. With, like, some of the shit that he said and some of the shit that he's brought up, like, like it's the, the, the parallels that he brings. Like, like he's on YouTube. He's really good. But, like, the first three quarters will be just, like, straight-up hip-hop shit. And then the last quarter, he brings it into, like, the real world mm-hmm. and makes comparisons. Like, he had a really good one with um, Tiger Woods and Eminem about like how you cater like do you cater to the base you think you have or do you cater to who you are because hmm. Eminem he basically what he said and I didn't even think about this he's like Eminem could have like just shut the fuck up about politics and no one will blame him because when you think Eminem you don't I mean unless you know his music like unless you know him but even if you know his music you don't think like I, it would not shock me at all if Eminem was a Trump supporter a poor dude poor white dude from if he never said it yeah if he never said it but the way in the like the like like in his most most of his fan base are like poor white people from different parts of the country and so like it would make a ton of sense for Eminem to just shut the fuck up or to just go the Kid Rock route and he super didn't no he didn't like he way didn't and like I respect him a lot for that to be honest because he could have just shut the fuck up but mm-hmm. he gets it, you know. And then he was talking about how Tiger Woods was trying to be, like please everyone at the same time, and he ended up losing his biggest fan base. Like black people were his biggest fan base, but since he decided that he wanted to be, you know, since he didn't embrace that, he lost it. And he's like, "I'm not telling you what's wrong or right. I'm just telling you what happened." Mm-hmm. I was like, "Hey," but I don't know. It's just that, like, getting into that more and more, and I'm rambling a little bit now. But, like getting into that more and more, it's kind of showing me like okay cool if I don't get into that like I, I kind of wonder what it's like to be someone's entry point like because I, I know that one of these days we're going to say something 
and it's again gonna get somebody thinking mm-hmm. it's like damn you know and like and honestly man and this is what I've been saying about starving artists for a while I hope somebody outgrows us I hope somebody is like hey man I got this idea from this dude in Phoenix and he lives in Hawaii now but what if we took this and we made it worldwide hey man what if we took this and we did it across Europe hey well if we took this and we did it across Asia like I hope that people start doing that mm-hmm. you know but I don't know just been like I said I've been thinking a lot man I've been going through it I'm so like I've been going through it too man I feel you you good? Yeah, I'm good now. I'm better. Better? Today is better. That's good. How about you? Mm. Yeah. Just kind of drown it out with work. That's what I've been doing. I feel you. That's what I've been doing, man. But I mean, you you definitely need the day off. I feel like you you run yourself way too hard. Mm-hmm. I do. Even Mike has days off. And, like, you won't see him half the day. Like, at his restaurant. Oh, no. Exactly. I mean, I'm usually off at two, which is pretty cool, but, like, those doubles fuck me up. You, wait, when were you pulling doubles? Two days or a week. Fuck. Mondays and Fridays. You're pulling doubles? Yeah. How long have you been doing that? Since COVID started, or since we opened back up. Oh, fuck, I don't know that. Because it's the days we don't record. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> fuck, dude. That's nuts. I was actually about to invite you over today because we did Taco Tuesday, but it's funny. So Legend just started his new job, and so he's gone for the next like week, week and a half. And Gamba's so fucking lost, dude. Really? Yeah. He's like sleeping on his bed and like, like just like the other day he was just pacing just all day. And mm-hmm. then I think now he gets like, okay, no, you go to work now. But he's just like walking around pacing like he hangs up it was really weird it's like Lucy usually Lucy's like nearby like I know where she is you know like so I'll be like you know and I do have a certain whistle for her you know so I, I always know kind of where she is but she's been like on top of me recently like right there just like like I went from one side of the kitchen to the other and she followed me over there and I was like that's weird mm-hmm. like, you know you're going to the vet soon huh yeah, yeah. I gotta get that I'm getting that thing I gotta get her groomed too she looks nuts my brother goes huh your dog looks a little bit like Nick Nolte today <laughs> Nick Nolte <laughs> wow but let's see what, what music do we have to talk about uh I mean a lot of music came out but I haven't listened to any of it Cardi B and uh Megan Thee Stallion are coming out with some shit on Friday I can't wait it's probably gonna be really good my mom's like I thought that she got shot I'm like that didn't stop her from recording something probably two months ago yeah right they probably made it like a few months ago, yeah. How long do you think they've been sitting on this? For a while, Because Cardi and Megan is Song of the Summer. They yeah. probably weren't going to release it this year, to be honest. Yeah, probably not. Should be a good song. I mean, they both wrapped their asses off. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think I was listening to... Uh, oh, we got to talk about J. Cole. But I was listening to... Because uh, Cash shit with her and the uh, baby is on Grand Theft Auto soundtrack, mm-hmm. and the baby, I I love that feature because he like, I always say it's about features, man. He sticks to the theme. He sticks to the theme. He understands what his role is. He does it well. He doesn't sell himself short. He doesn't go over the top. He does. It. I'm like, yo, this is a really good feature. Mm-hmm. Hey, shout out to you, man. Like, yeah, that, that's it. But oh shit, we're getting verses this uh, Thursday. 
Using two chains against uh, Rick Ross, yeah. Rick Ross, yeah. Which is funny because I think those two are the best two features in hip hop. Word. So I need Jay Z or something to show up. And... Yeah, or something, <laughs> dude. I think Rick Ross is gonna win though. He's got more hits. It's hit for hit, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's got more hits. I don't know. I mean, Two Chainz got some features. He's got. That's what I'm saying. He's got some platinum. If hits Two Chainz just buzz out Mercy. Shit, no one's gonna win against that song. Do you start with Mercy? No. That's like towards the later. What do you rounds. start with? Duffel Bag Boy. Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Something from the player circle. I don't know, man, because I'm trying to Right, think. that was his crew name, Player Circle, right? When he was Titty Boy, yeah. Yeah. Titty Boy. <laughs> titty Boy. Shout out Titty Boy. But if I'm Ross, I gotta come out with something kind of crazy, too. Aston Martin music. Sanctified. Sanctified would be a good one. The Kanye version. Yeah. Yeah. Once he plays Actually, Devil in a New Dress, it's game over. That's when you hit him with Mercy. True. That's when you hit him with Mercy. He still can't win. I don't know. Devil in a New Dress is hard. If you open up with um, with 2 chances verse, I'm trying to think of it right now. I just have Pusha T's in my head. Pull on, I got... Wait, that's not the song. No, that's Sorry. Oh, 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 oh. So thirsty. I'm in the two seat limbo. Alright, that's Big Sean's verse. I cannot think of it. I can't either. That's an ashtray. Say, say, don't we do this every day? That's still Big Sean. Alright. Who the fuck is Fuzzy Jones? Oh, I bet you that's sweeping moaning, gnashing the teeth. That's probably what that is. Alright. Okay, and I'll catch up to my campaign. Coop the color of mayonnaise. I'm drunk and high at the same time. Coop the color of mayonnaise is the greatest line ever. I'm drunk and high. Oh, dog. If you start out with, okay, now catch up to my campaign. Coop the color of mayonnaise. I'm drunk and high at the same time. Drinking champagne, champagne on an airplane. airplane. Spit rounds like gun range. Beat it up like rampage. Dog, no. Yeah. you got to start with that. Or something, <laughs> dude. Fuck. I'm just curious to see what songs they're going to play. Me too, because I can't name you a ton of songs. Like, I feel like if you throw out Birthday, you're getting your ass kicked. Maybe. Depends on what he, like, uh, comes back with. Here's the thing about Ross. Ross has some shitty songs. He's got some shitty songs, but he's also got some hits. That's what I'm saying. I feel like we're going to see, like, a big gap. We taking over? I don't know, man. That was a song of middle school or high school. That was a song for like two years straight. You put We Taken Over against Mercy? It's a good one. Was Two Chains in... No, he was in fucking Problems. He wasn't in one train. Yeah, he was in fucking Problems too. Yup. Yup. Got some bangers. He does. I just don't know if it's enough. Only because Ross has been around for a while. Yeah. Like on features. Yep. Like, yo, do you come out with Devil is a Lie? That'd be a good one. You come out God forgives I don't? Shit. 
It's going to be hard, man. It's going to be a hard one to judge. What's the next one that you want to see? <sighs> Timbaland versus Pharrell. I'm down with Big Sean versus Tyga. I feel like that'd be fun. Big Sean versus Tyga, but... I don't like Big Sean or Tyga. I just feel like that'd be fun. You don't like Big Sean? No. What? My poppy rap, dude. He's not poppy rap. He's Come a fucking on. lyricist. What? He's a lyricist. Dog, I listen to Lupe Fiasco and Most Def. So what? Big Sean's a fucking lyricist, man. Who would you put MF Doom against? Oh, fuck. Oh, God. That's going to be hard. MF Doom against... Um, Freddie Gibbs. Freddie Gibbs. But you've got to have Madlib do the do the beats. Yeah. 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 Oh, oh shit. shit. Mm, food came out on vinyl. He put it on his website. I might and buy it's it. It's probably already sold out. Yeah, probably. It's 40 bucks. Eh, you might have a chance. You might have a chance. The vinyls are like green and pink. That's kind of hard, That's bro. That's tough, yeah. That's tough. Hang that shit up right there. Yo, Tyler might actually be a good versus battle. Against MF? Ooh. I'll put, uh, I don't want Tyler versus Sarface. Maybe Earl versus Sarface would be good. Earl versus Sarface would be a good one. Tyler versus... Quasimodo, even though he only has, like, one song. Quasimodo versus Zarface? That'd be good. But I've only heard Quasimodo <laughs> on, like fucking, two on two MF songs. I don't know what else he sounds like. I'm trying to figure out, like, who would be... Like, who's a star... Like, I, and, you know, I feel like your versus would have to be ASAP versus... Would have to be Rocky versus Tyler. Yeah. And I'm down for that. That'd be a fun one. It'd be fun. It'd be a lot of fun. Because they're homies, like... Who do you put against Kid Cudi? Travis Scott? <sighs> Fuck, Kid Cudi... Because they're not, like, beefing. If they were, like, beefing, then... Travis, for sure. Travis, I feel like, would be I'm, good. I'm going to go way left field and say Kyle. Ooh. Actually, how about Kyle versus Jaden? That'd be a good one. Yeah, I like yeah, Kyle yeah. versus Jaden. Yeah, that'd be a good one. I'm surprised that they haven't done more versus, like, an actual fight card. Yeah. Like, okay, your main event... Yo, Nikki versus Megan would be good. Nikki versus and like no Nikki no, no, versus no. fucking Lil no, Kim or something. No, dude. Megan versus Sweetie. Yeah, exactly. They just need more songs though. Like, give it more time. That's the only thing that I can really say is that, like if we're going twenty songs and you only have twenty songs. Yeah. Because who can really go up against Nikki right now? Maybe Cardi. Maybe Cardi. Maybe Cardi. She she has a lot of hits. She has a lot of features. Features hits. Have we not seen a group yet? Because I feel like Migos versus... Well, we don't see many groups in hip-hop anymore, but... Migos versus Outkast. No, I'm just fucking with you. I'm down. That'd be I'm dope as hell. Down. That'd be really cool. I'm super down. As long as Outkast gets CeeLo. Yeah. Or Sleepy Brown. Dungeon Family... Now, if you did clicks, that changes things. Mm-hmm. Because you got to do, like, Dungeon Family versus... Yo. Dungeon Family versus Maybach Music Group? Damn. Yo, run, play run, run DMC against Sugar Hill Gang. Run the jewels. <laughs> Who'd you play Cool Kids up against? Uh, New Boys. I'm so down. I'm so down. Yo, New Boys had some hits, man. They did, that's what I'm saying. They had some hits. I'm not Yo, even they playing. had Tie Me Down with Ray J? Come on, yeah, dog. Yeah, exactly. Come on, man. Like, after the whole jerking thing, like, dude, they would have been a really good group. They got signed to... uh, No, Audio Push got signed to Strange. Yeah. Tech 9 signed them. Yeah. I feel like... I don't know. I was talking to Legend about... um, I was talking to him about, like, just TikTok and, like, all the... 
of the groups, and I was like, dog, I don't think you realize like how successful Vine was for like a bunch of people. Holy fuck, dude! Like, They're still big on YouTube. Like RDC World doesn't become a thing without Vine. Um, what's his name? Demetrius Harrell. If you've heard of him, he's he he does all the you matter hoodies, but like he doesn't. He's not. A thing oh with, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, not a thing yeah. without Vine. But like it's, David Dobrik's nothing without yeah, Vine. Yeah, like a like, bunch of people. Like if it's not for Vine. And it's crazy because, like, you, you want to talk about what launches black careers in literally anything? It's the fucking internet, dude. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Especially like, Twitter. Dog. Dog. That's how half the fucking dudes from Geico got on was because their yeah. Twitter was fire. Yep. Because, like, I'm not going to say... And Wildin' Out, too. I keep trying to tell him that Wildin' Out's a big deal. And he's like, no, it's not. I'm like, dog, just because you like don't like it doesn't mean it's not a big deal. Like, exactly. I'm not a huge fan of Diddy. Guess what? I know that Diddy's a big fucking deal. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, it's just, like, because he was like, who got their star while and out? I was like, Cat fucking Williams. Yep. Like, Kevin Hart. I was like, well, just because they appeared on it doesn't mean, nah, dude. Kevin Hart was on while and out before he was on, like. Before like, he was Kevin Hart. Yeah. Same with Cat Williams. Like, it, now, here's the well, thing. Well, Cat Williams was already kind of big from, like, the Friday movie. Yeah, but but then while and out kind of catapulted him more into well because I feel like and then his stand up yeah but like I was so, so this actually bugged me out Kevin Hart was in Forty Year Old Virgin while and out and then his first stand up came out dude Kevin Hart on Forty Year Old no Virgin no Forty Year Old Virgin then while and out then funniest shit ever it is like the deleted scene is so He's so fucking, fucking funny. hilarious but I I was telling him like dog I don't think you understand I how it. big I have Forty Year Old Virgin is. on fucking Blu Ray bro. That's probably one of the reasons why my humor is the way it is is because of that movie. For your virgin, right? Yes. The funniest part, only because it aged like absolute dog shit, is when they're playing video games with each other and they keep telling each yeah, other. Yeah, why they're so gay. Yeah. <laughs> it aged like absolute dog shit. Yeah, but... of course it did. But <laughs> it's still funny. Only because like, I like the movies where you can tell that they're like actually like, like I don't think they... I think that was probably the first and only take. They were like, eh, yeah, God, that was cool, definitely, done. yeah, that, that was like improv for sure. <laughs> well, I was talking to Legend, and I was like, damn, you know who would have been hilarious and this is the end? Dave Franco as Jesus. <laughs> right, see? And he was like, did you watch the disaster I artist? Loved it. Yeah, I did. He's really good in that. Yeah, he is. Everyone in that movie. Both was, of them. Both yeah, of them they all kill really it. They're good. all fantastic in it. But he was like, yeah, apparently he didn't want to put him in because he'd have to kill him. I'm like, no, then make him Jesus. He's like, how would you make him Jesus? I'm like, dude, can you imagine James Franco talking to his brother after realizing that he's Jesus and being like, so, like, am I an angel? Am I God's child? Yeah. And Dave Franco just being like, no. (laughs) (laughs) That's fucking hilarious. No, dude, you're just my brother. But, you know, Jesus had brothers too, right? Like, you know, it's not that bad. Yeah. And he's like, hey, man, if you, you know, if you're Jesus, if you're all, all powerful, why the hell did you do scrubs? Like some stupid joke. That movie was full of stupid jokes like that. Mm-hmm. Like Danny McBride just like basically told everyone that James Franco sucks dicks for like two hours. Yeah. <laughs> like, yep. <laughs> Bro. Or Step Brothers. Step Brothers was like mostly improv. That that's that's another reason why my humor is the way it is. It's another movie. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna have my my argument that I've had with my brothers too. Step Brothers is good. It's good. I like it. It's a great movie. It's not as good as Talladega Nights. I never really liked Talladega Nights. I love Talladega Nights. I, I think I have to rewatch it because I watched it when I was so younger. fucking silly. Yeah. And there's so many dumb, goofy parts of that movie. Like, 
don't get me wrong, Step Brothers is really good. Like, I really enjoy Step Brothers. But there's just something about Talladega Nights where they, like, I think it's because they're playing characters. Mm-hmm. Like, Will Ferrell plays Ricky Bobby. Like, he's playing a race car driver, and it's so fucking dumb. Like, it's so just... Everyone goes, like, a thousand percent into their roles, too. Like, nobody's trying to be the cool guy. Like, everyone goes, like, one fucking million percent into their role, and it's so good. That and Walk Hard. Walk Hard's so funny. I need to watch that movie. It's really good. It's on Netflix, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Walk Hard's really funny. It's just John C. Riley, but he plays, like, an Elvis, Johnny Cash-type person. Yeah, yeah. He's so funny. Okay. He's so funny in that movie. Like, especially the first half, he's like, but mama, I'm only 20 years, I'm only 15 years old, and these three kids ain't gonna feed themselves. I'm like, mm. but he's just John C. Riley. I'm like, this is so fucking good. Like, there's some goofy sh- shit, I'm like, eh, whatever. But that movie is so fucking funny, dude. Hell yeah. Nice shirt, by the way. Hell yeah, dude. Walmart. I got this in a Pac one. I was like, shout out to Walmart for... Word. Having this Pac. I was like, yo, you throw out some... Let me ask you a question. Is it weird if I wear a black artist? I don't think so. Okay. Because I feel like I get weird looks every time I wear my Biggie shirt. You put on New York cap and you'll be fine, I feel. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I mean, I, here's the thing about Biggie is that, like, it, it sucks, but, like, Biggie's kind of, like, the default now. Yeah. Like, it sucks. But, like, but... I'm actually a huge fan of Biggie. Like, yeah. you know that. Yeah. Because, like, I've been wanting to wear rap tees, but, like, there's just something holding me back about it. I don't know why. Yeah, put them on. Fuck it, right? Yeah. I wear rock shit. Yeah, I do, too. Yeah, That's true. Shit. You're right. It's it's just like, uh, just any band shirt. It's just like another band shirt. Yeah. Now I'm going to give you, I'm going to look at you crazy if you got XXXTentacion shirts. No. No, I'm good. Or, like, a 6 9 shirt. I don't know who's I have a Trippy Red song, song, uh, shirt. Yeah, but I feel like that dude's not, like. But it's a dope ass shirt. I got. I'll show you it. But it's pretty dope. Yeah, I feel like that's like trippy red isn't quite my. It's uh, super crazy because like his face is melting, and like he he's like all cartooned out and shit. It's pretty dope. dope. Yeah. That's yeah, red. Fuck, I had something else. I don't remember. But this is usually when we find out that we've been going for like an hour and a half. True. I'm gonna guess uh, 57 minutes. Something like that. Hey. 58. What's good? Um, I'm glad I came out here, man. I was fucking exhausted today, but... Word. Damn, that went by quick. It went by super quick. That went by really, really quick. Um, we still gotta design that. We got, we got two things to do. Yeah, we gotta we, talk we about do, that thing. Do. And we gotta design, uh... We gotta design that shirt. Um, fights this weekend. You're always open to come over, you know that. We got eight tail wings again. Word. My mom's, like... If I'm not tired as fuck from the day before, yeah. Yo, those lemon pepper wings are still hitting. Yeah, I love those lemon pepper. Yo, we got those bitches for twenty five dollars. Yeah. I got twenty four wings for twenty five dollars. It's a good deal. Yeah. And dog, I I ordered some pizza. I got two medium pizzas for fourteen. Just with carry on. I was like, hell yeah, man. Hell Hell yeah. yeah. All right, let's see. We talked about fuck that's delicious. Talked about music. Did we go a whole? No, we didn't. I was going to say it. We were... No, don't even talk about it. Don't even say it. Uh, don't even say it. All right. All right. Don't all even right. say it. All right. Yeah, I won't. Um, let's see what else. You been watching basketball? Yeah. Devin Booker, bro. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. 
Is Devin Booker about to be the next best player in the NBA? Uh, he's he's up there. I think it's him. He's getting I there. I think it's Luca. Giannis. No, well, here's the, here's my thing about Giannis. I, the reason why I don't count Giannis is because we already call Giannis the best player in the NBA. True. I'm saying the next one who, like, after, like, when Giannis is on his way. Because, like, LeBron was, when Kobe was at his peak, LeBron was the next best basketball player. Yeah. And then when LeBron was at his peak, it was Giannis. Well, I think it was KD, then Giannis. And now that I think that probably in a couple of years, who's the next best one? I think we're going to talk about uh, Luca for sure. Yeah. Bull Bull's looking great. Yep. Bro, he he's is. seven foot, like two, I think, running the floor. Draining threes. Draining threes. With fucking Nikola Jochik. I hate having two bigs. I absolutely hate, like, when when I see a team, I don't see, I'm, I'm a little old school when it comes to basketball where I'm like, yo, give me a shooting guard, a point guard, a power forward, small forward, and a center. Like, I'm not running this whole thing where it's like, oh, I got two centers, but one's a power forward. No, stop that shit. Because it's a difference in how you play. Like, Blake Griffin plays different than Boogie Cousins. True. Because of the position that they play. So, like, for me, I'm like, yo, I'm not, like, I'm not finna do that. What's up? Keep hearing something. No, I thought I heard a door open. Whatever. All right. But, like, <laughs> to me, that, that, that kind of shit matters. But, like, yo, and, and then it comes to guy, and then, then there's guys like fucking Ben Simmons. Yeah. I'm like, yo, you're a 6'11 point guard, and I love that shit. Yeah. Actually, what I was saying for a while, and I was, I was talking to my homeboys from Philly about this. Dog, move Simmons to the power forward full time. Have him play the four, and go pick up a decent, like, just go trade for, like, a decent power forward. You have Al Horford and Tobias Harris. Move Tobias Harris to the three where he naturally plays. Get rid of Al Horford because you don't need him. Like, you just don't. You can get good pieces for Al Horford. Mm-hmm. So move Al Horford. Go get you a decent shooting guard and a good point guard. Dog, can you imagine how dynamic that team would be if you had, like, not Lonzo, but, like, well, I actually love D'Angelo Russell, but not him. Somebody like a uh, like a Ricky Rubio. Can you imagine if you put, like, like a Dragic? Dragic. Like somebody Dragic. like that. Can you imagine somebody like that, or like a Terry Rozier, like an Isaiah Thomas on Philly? Dog, that's a cis city. All you're doing is throwing up assists, and mm-hmm. then you got. If you could find a a good three pointing, that would have been perfect for the Sixers. Kimball Walker. Yeah. Good three point shooter, good assists. Smallish guy, so he's not really attacking the rim like that because you have fucking Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid mm-hmm. and Tobias Harris. That would be crazy. Word. That would be crazy. I said that the Bulls need to trade, uh, fuck, what's his name? Otto Porter Jr. and, uh, Chris Dunn, and we'll take Tobias Harris. And my friend from Philly's like, yo, I haven't seen you in a while. You're cool. Like, I, I miss you, bro, but fuck you. <laughs> I was like, all right, fair. <laughs> Word. All right, man, listen. 103. RIP to everybody who got killed in Beirut today. Holy shit. That explosion is insane. I wasn't sure if we should talk about that because it just happened, and I know that we usually like to take a couple days. Yeah. I just wanted to say that. Dude. I just wanted to what, say that. What, what happened? Have they figured anything Dude, out? Dude, they're that? saying it's fireworks. I don't that's think not it, fucking that's not fireworks. fucking fireworks at all. Something happened. 
If I had to guess, I think it was probably one of the reports I was hearing was a weapon stash, like like army, yeah, like, like the Lebanese army, not like just like some dudes. I think that's probably it. That could be it. Because when you look at where they are, like it looks like a factory type area. It was a uh, shipping. Yeah, uh, I can definitely. That's see. what it was. It was like the shipping, um, like where the cargo comes in from the ports, shipping ports. Well, and the thing is, and listen, would I like to absolutely destroy Donald Trump in any chance I get? Yes. Um, there, I just saw the headline. It said he said it was a bomb of some kind. I don't think it was a bomb, only because it continued. Yeah. Like it exploded like three or four times. Yep. So I don't think that it was like a bomb isn't like a terrorist, like Al Qaeda type shit. I think it was probably something where I think ammunition probably exploded. Yeah. Or some sort of something like that. Because if you notice, it was like huge. And then there was another huge one like right afterwards. I'm like, yeah, that might be ammo. Because you gotta realize everything is explosive. Yeah. You shouldn't have a fucking gun. So, like, yep. how many, you would have to blow up one gun storage or one, you know. So that's what I think it probably was. It's probably ammo or something like that. Let's wait a few days and then, like, we, yeah. could, we could see what else, uh, yeah. What else we learned from it. I mean, it's just sad. I'm absolutely shocked that. 50 people were killed and that's it yeah with that explosion they said did you see the buildings deteriorate yes. as like wow dude they said 2500 were injured and so i was like yo there's got to be a thousand dead and they're like 25 i was like what the yeah fuck? now it's up to 50 there's probably way more people oh there's now. definitely way more but like it if that's your initial report yeah it's probably not that high and i was thinking about this do you think it's safer because there's nobody out there's a pandemic. Everybody's probably in the crib. Who's really working at the shipping docks right now? Just by a few people, maybe. Yeah. yeah. So it's probably safer. Like, and I'm not trying to like downplay this at all. Not at all. But like, it's just crazy how like, if only 50 people are killed, or it says at least, so probably like 63 or something, a random number. But if that's all that was killed, dude, holy shit! Especially could've, in that region, man. Could have been way worse. Could have been way worse. I mean, like I said, like you said, we're not trying to downplay it at all. But because it's sad, fifty people have died. You right, know? exactly. Yeah, and we don't know anything about them. Like we don't know anything. I haven't. Heard, I haven't done any research on it because it happened while I was at work. Yeah. So I haven't done like any research at all on it. Um, but yeah, just, like just, I don't want to say thoughts and prayers because I know what that sounds like. But I mean, just that's all I can really offer to Beirut right now, and it's scary because like that region is constantly on a knife's edge yep like say what you will about islam and christianity and judaism say what you will but it's constantly on a knife edge and it takes one person's one leader saying something crazy about and we'll know who probably did it and then that whole area is a fucking yep egg. yep another war but i mean fuck yeah that's insane that's absolutely just prayers up to everyone man because yep. that's scary especially in like because right, right now it's probably, what, nighttime in Beirut? Probably. Maybe early morning. Probably, probably early morning now. Yeah. That means that people are still working and still looking and still... So, yep. like, we don't know. We're not going to hear anything until probably another, like, four or five hours. Yep. Pretty much tomorrow. But, like, holy shit, man. When I saw that, I was... I thought... I didn't know how big of a deal it was until I was on break and... Like, uh, when they said explosion, I thought it was, like, how sometimes you see explosions here in, like, a factory, and it's like, yeah, you know, two people were injured, all right, cool, whatever. But when I saw that explosion, I saw it on Twitter without really any context, because I was just kind of skimming. I legit thought it was, um, like, one of the video game streamers I follow. I thought it was one of them. 
I legit thought it was like, oh shit, new Call of Duty. Yeah. Like, and then when they said Beirut, I was like, that's a really specific place for Call of Duty. Yeah. And then when like four or five people posted, I'm like, what the fuck happened here? Mm-hmm. But holy shit, man! Yeah, prayers out to everyone in Beirut. It's crazy because like, the way that the way that I know Beirut is because uh, Steve Kerr's from Lebanon. Mm-hmm. And so it's just crazy how like. Steve Kerr's from Lebanon. Yeah. How did I not know that? I think he's from Lebanon. Both had mad international players on their team. Yeah, they did. But I think he's I think he's Lebanese. Which is funny because you wouldn't think Steve Kerr is a Lebanese name, but like American professional basketball coach and former player. Yep, he was born in Beirut, Lebanon. Holy Plays shit! American. I think his dad was at like an embassy or something. I think that's how. I, I thought that he was Lebanese, but. Born in Beirut, Lebanon, to Malcolm H. Kerr, who is a political scientist and academic. Oh, yeah. Didn't his dad get killed? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, he was he was Kobe Bryant from Beirut. How, like, Kobe's from Italy, but, like, he's yeah. not. Yeah. Yep. The Shia Lebanese militia while he was working as the president of the American University of Beirut. Yeah, didn't they kidnap him and kill him or something yeah. like that? That's so sad, man. Yo, this is nuts. While warming up with the Arizona Wildcats for a game at arch-rival Arizona State in 1998, Kerr had to deal with many ASU Sun Devil fans in the crowd chanting, PLO in your father's history. No way. The athletic director of ASU, scored, he scored 20 points and made all six of his three-point attempts. <laughs> Yo, you're so tearful. Kerr led the Wildcats to victory, scoring 20 in the first half. Making all six of his three-point attempts. Wait, PLO? Yeah. The Were Pals- they taunting him? Yeah. That's fucked up. Yeah. That's really fucked up. The athletic director... But are you surprised? No. Arizona State, fuck no. The athletic director of Arizona State, Charles Harris, sent a letter of apology to Kerr a few days later. Well, yeah, I'd fucking hope so. Jesus Christ. That's sad. That's wrong. Mm-hmm. You know what's crazy? Like, he's even said that. Like, he's talked about that, like, recently. And it's crazy. Like, a couple like a couple years ago, I heard him talking about it. And I was like, dude, that happened. And, like... He talked about it on The Last Dance. Did he? Yeah. I, I'm up to episode nine, so I haven't finished it yet. But, um... Yeah, I don't think they've gone over Curry yet, but... No, nah, they did. Like, a few episodes before that. Okay, I gotta... Probably got to rewatch it. Yeah. Maybe you're watching it during work or something. No, I, I tried, and then I was like, "No, nah, I can't." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I got you. Um, but no, I you can't know. He did mention it, like here and there, but like he mentioned it on a podcast, and like you could tell, it still bothered him. Oh yeah. Which is crazy because like those wounds are still fresh, man. Here's the thing, man. What happened 30 years ago, dog? You don't know what's gonna affect someone. Yeah, exactly. You never know what's gonna affect someone. Exactly. Especially something that cuts that deep. Mm-hmm. Like. I don't know, I've always thought that family should be off limits. Oh, yeah. 100%. Like, family... Like, dude, taunting is supposed to be playful, you know? Like, talk a little shit here and there, but, yeah. like, you don't talk about someone's dead father. If you chanted at, like, at Bronny, and you were like, yo, you're never gonna be your dad, like, you know... That's a little fucked up, too. It is fucked up, but, like, I feel that, like, 
they're like you would know how to handle that like okay yeah. cool, whatever i've been here this yeah, yeah exactly but like how do you fucking handle that like you can't yo we know that your dad was just executed by a militia you're not gonna score tonight like what yeah exactly it's fucked up man some fucked up shit people are fucking stupid yeah i can't no nah, that's i've never enjoyed like I, I love to shit talk and i love to trash talk but i've never brought shit like that into it Nah. Like, that's why, like, when Habib beat the shit out of McGregor, I actually heard this. This guy showed a picture of Dylan Dennis, and he goes, this guy made Habib so mad that he threw his mouthpiece through a cage and then jumped over aforementioned cage to maybe jump over, like, six people and possibly Drop maybe him. get a punch on Dylan Dennis. <laughs> Fuck Dylan Dennis. No, fuck that dude. But, like, that that kind of thing I thought was too far. Mm-hmm. Like, listen, if you want to talk shit about Habib, go ahead. I think Habib, I don't think Habib cares. I think low-key Habib's a shit talker, but he just kind of pretends like he... Depends on who he's talking shit about. No, I think in general he's a shit talker. Yeah, probably. I think he's a very prideful person. I think he's a shit talker, but I think he... Of course he, he is. He's I, from Russia, man. Dog, I feel like in Russia, I feel like he talks mad shit. Oh, yeah. I feel like in America, because there's a little bit of a language barrier and you can tell... But, dog, when he said, <laughs> he said, you don't have to worry about a boxing match with me. I'm going to take you into deep waters and, and drown, drown you. you. And inshallah. I was like, dog, when he said inshallah, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, holy shit. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, inshallah, isn't that basically like if God wills it? Yeah. That's what I thought. I God willing. God willing. Dog, hearing that somebody's going to, a wrestler, a wrestler and sambo fighter, is going to take you into deep waters and drown you, God willing. Fuck. <laughs> Yo, if anyone says God willing, after they describe how they're going to beat the shit out of you, that's a scary Can you imagine sight. if John Jones scary was like, hours. I'm going to take you down. I'm going to elbow the living shit out of your face. I'm going to cut you wide open with, like a razor blade. God willing. <laughs> what? That's like that fucking scene in Key and Peele where they like... Uh, have you seen it? Yeah, which one? The the one where they're like uh, they're doing like pre-fight interviews. Yeah, yeah. That shit was so fucking funny to me because like he got so serious. He's like, I'm gonna kill you, and like he and he starts like praying to God. And he starts speaking in tongues and shit. <laughs> <laughs> or like he starts praying to somebody and like he starts speaking in tongues and the guy's like, Yo, is he okay? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine anyone else like. And we know how important being a Muslim is to Habib. Yeah, but. And I know, I also know that it's, that, that him saying inshallah is not, like, it's not a taunt. No, no, no. But it's... I think that's what makes it even crazy, not crazy, but, like, that's what makes it even scarier is, like, he's 1,000% serious. Hell yeah, he Because is. he's a very devout Muslim. He's, number one, he's a very devout Muslim, so he really believes, like, he, he's not saying shit that he doesn't believe in. Yeah, exactly. Like, he honestly believes, like, God willing, I will fucking take you down, and I will suffocate you for five rounds. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, that's not going to be a stand-up fight. No, I think... I think and here's the scary... Gaethje, you know Gaethje's not going to know what to do. You know what's surprising? No, here's the thing. I, I feel like Habib versus McGregor... Or not McGregor, but uh, St. Pierre will not go St. Pierre's way. Because the thing is, when Habib... Habib does the same shit that McGregor... Or that uh, St. Pierre and that... What's his name? Woodley and that guy like that did. But the difference is... Habib's looking to finish you on the ground, too. Yeah. Like, 
St. Pierre was happy to jab, uh, what Tommy Toll will call it, jabs, elbows, and French Canadian, jabs, takedown, elbows, and French, jabs, takedowns, and French Canadian elbows to the dome. Shout out Tommy Toll. Love Tommy Toll. And then when you look at Tyron Woodley, he was the kind of guy where I'm going to take you down and I'll just dominate you with my wrestling, if my boxing, if my fucking bowling ball hands don't do the job yep. for me. And Habib's like, I'm going to take you down. I'm going to grind the fuck out of you. I'm going to make you not want to fight me. And I think that's the scary thing. Like, if I had to pick one UFC fighter to not fight, dog, I'd much rather fight a guy like Francis Ngannou than Habib. Are you fucking kidding me? Yes. Habib's trying to break my fucking will. Yeah. He takes a part of you. Yeah. Yeah, like... Him and Tony Ferguson, man. Like, when yeah. you see those guys, like, post-Tony Ferguson, I'm like, dog. Even Gaethje. I wonder if that's why Gaethje won, actually, because he wasn't scared of that, because he's been through wars. That's true. He's got a crazy chin, man. <laughs> he's got a crazy chin. I knew that... I, I wasn't... I had always heard about Ferguson, but I was like, all right, let's see how legit this dude is. Because, say what you will about Pettis, but he's not an easy out. I've never mm-hmm. seen anybody dominate Pettis. So... When he just bloodied the shit out of Pettis. Oh. Yeah, right? Like, fuck. Oh. This guy's a little different, It's going to be a really good fight, though. Habib? Yeah. I don't see that breaking the third round. Well, I don't know. It depends. If Habib is just toying with him, I can see him just dominating for all four four rounds. Yeah. But if Habib just wants to put the shit away, I don't think he cares about fighting St. Pierre. I really don't. I don't think so. I think he might retire after this one. How old is he? He said he wants to retire on the top. He's twenty eight and zero, right? I think he. I think he'd retire after Ferguson. He's like thirty now. No, he's like twenty eight and zero. Is he? I, I think, think so. I think he'd retire. After or he's twenty nine. Twenty eight or twenty nine and zero. I'm gonna be surprised if he hit thirty. I was like, yeah, I'm good. Does that make him the greatest fighter of all time? Yes. He's only 31. Jesus Christ. He's only 31? Yeah. <laughs> Dude. That's crazy. What's his record? Uh, let's see. Conor McGregor was talking shit to him, which, like, fine, dude. 28 wins and no losses. Yep. Sure. I think he's going to go 30-0, and 0 and then that's it. This would be 29, right? Yeah, if he wins. Inshallah. <laughs> God willing. That's fucking terrifying. That is terrifying, dude. Well, alright. Reminiscent.com. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, hold on, what? 28 wins. 8 by knockout. 10 by submission. 10 wins. Ten wins by submission as a fucking wrestler. That's nuts. That's absolutely insane. That's holy shit, dude. Yep. It be my be. I can see him. Him or John Jones are probably gonna end up being the best of all time. Mhm. But let's see. Let's see what Conor McGregor said. Hi, Rachel. What's up? Uh, let's see. <laughs> okay, that's kind of funny. Conor McGregor said, in other words, I'm going to be running around the outside of the cage, shitting my pants, and within the first 10 seconds of the fight, I'm diving of his legs to get a good whiff of his jock strap. <laughs> 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 Alright, that's... 
That's the kind of counter I like, man. Yeah. I like when counters like that. I like when he's just kind of an asshole and just talking shit. I love that. But, alright, man. We are wrapping up. I'm tired as hell. Yeah. You're tired as hell. What time is it? 8.30. Yeah, I gotta be up for another couple hours. I'm trying to go to sleep at midnight. Word. It's not working. working, Alright, man. Reminiscent.com. What you got? Reminiscent.com. Follow me. Official Reminiscent or Reminiscent Richie on Instagram. Check out the website. Finally got it updated. Yes, we got sir. profiles ever of everyone now. Hell yeah. Follow Thank us. you for putting me on there. I feel official now. Hell yeah, man. Official reminiscent. Um, we, we got profiles of everybody now. We're going to... I know that Joe... I think he's actually streaming now or soon. Um, Joe's going to be streaming. Uh, Nico is going to be streaming once he gets his internet fixed. Fix your fucking internet, Nico. Uh, let's see what else is happening. Um, got a new article out. You can actually see the articles on the front page now. That was something I can't believe I overlooked for like a year. <laughs> for like a year, I'm like, hey, the article's not on the front page. How are people wow. going to find them? Wow. Um, but yeah, that should be it. All right. Thank you. Peace. Black Lives Black Matter. Black Lives Matter. Jinx. <laughs> <laughs>